The theme song's gonna start soon. I bet the tension is killing you. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Two Guys Top Five. Where we take everything movies and we make them into lists. On this side of the table, that's me, Brandon Lincoln, the competent one, apparently. And that's the table. That's my good buddy Lucas Swanson, who couldn't think of two lists. We saw you from the village. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Nacho Libre. Don't shit talk that movie. Don't. Ever. It's good. It's fun. I love the movie. It's great. What are we talking about today, buddy, other than Nacho Libre? <laughs> we're going to probably talk a lot about Nacho Libre because it's fresh. It's fresh in the mind. <laughs> no, we're talking about our uh, well. Some prelude here. Uh, we were rushed last week to come up with a new list. My God, yes. And uh, it then didn't, he didn't end play. well. He didn't have to play. Yeah, didn't have to play. <laughs> so um, we ended up taking a look at the list that we decided to go with, which was uh, Creature Sidekicks. That was the one. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to postpone that one because it's not a great list. <laughs> I came up with a list. Let the record state, I came up with a list. I, I didn't even bother because I thought it was a bad idea. Okay. So <laughs> it was my idea originally. Yeah, no, no, no. It was you my idea full, originally. You can take full credit for it. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. And it was bad. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So we talked about it and we decided to change it to our favorite tense moments in movies. Okay. Yeah. Moments in movies that build stress. Once again, English. I picked the movies, but I can pick the moments out of them. You like doing the movie thing. Well, I, it's a broader scope, and then I can narrow it down from there. All right. I guess, I guess you the can. The moments go with that. are a part of the movies. So I get it, that. Okay. 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 That way we can like actually name it off and not be like, that's seen from that part where this happens. Okay, can't that's fine. Like, you didn't even have a list completed before we sat down! That's not true. I, <laughs> <laughs> I had things written down, I just needed to order them. Yes. <laughs> did you watch any movies last week? Did I watch any movies last week? That's a good question. What did I watch? I feel like I did. Did you? Ah, oh, shit. I'm slacking, man. I'm slacking hard. I'm sorry. I just got engaged. That's right. We didn't and bring I'm it getting up. Getting married. He's so. getting married. <laughs> I have a little bit more on my mind now. Give you a little cough clapper. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Beautiful shot on the From green. From this side. How about beautiful yeah. shot on oh. the green? The king's game. Oh, it's a fast green. It's a fast. It's green. Very fast green. Yeah. There's a crocodile. There's a crocodile. Look at the size of that stone. I'm gonna edit most of this out. So Don't do that. <laughs> We're killing time. <laughs> yeah. Our boy got engaged. A yeah. big congratulations to you and Tina Coppola, Coolis. Yep. Nailed it. Got close enough that time. Yeah. Coppola's. <laughs> I won't have to remember it. It's not going to be that way forever. Yes, it is. She's not taking my name. What? Yeah. We're going to be one of those couples that doesn't love each other. Modern. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a Scrubs reference. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Apparently, my wedding is going to in just encompass every Scrubs reference I can think of. Rhinestone hats. <laughs> White tux for the best man. Oh, I'm going to get that so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> we are. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, so I've been busy with that. I haven't been able to really watch anything. Not even like television wise. Um, so yeah, I'm slacking. How about you watch anything? I caught a movie on my antenna television. Ooh, those, these are always good. It was called Highway to Hell. Oh, wait. Have you seen it? I might have seen this. Gilbert Godfrey plays Hitler for a second. Uh, ben Stiller and his sister are in it. Oh, never mind. Haven't seen this. It's not good. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. It's not. It's very, very weird. 
I couldn't tell you what it was about. That's how bad it was. Guy goes to hell to like save his girlfriend or something like that, and he's got to like race out of hell. Is that like that movie, that claymation one? Do no. you remember that? Which one? It was recent. It was. Um... Oh no no no! The one with uh, the Seth Green one, right? Yeah. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that one. No, this was but, a live action show. No, I know, desert. but like, is it kind of like a similar idea? I haven't seen the Seth Green one, so I can't say yes. I have seen it. It is bad. Mm. It is not good. That's too bad. Yeah, there's a lot of like claymated dick, which is really weird. (laughs) Like you think you've seen a lot, and then you see a claymated dick, and you're like, "Eh, I could have lived without that. (laughs) It's weird, man. (laughs) Is that bad? Mm. Yeah. That's fair. (laughs) Did it get you tense? No. I really like tense in tense situations in movies, though. I do too. It depends on the tension, though. I I like because we kind of talked about it when I yeah. asked you if Hobo with a Shotgun is technically it's technically a tense movie. I think that's a stressful movie. I don't think it's a. I mean, tense. I guess is the right word. Uh, but like for me, when I think of like the tense movie, I think of like you know the fear or the anxiety of like what is to come mm-hmm. and the building of that and like to a, a completion, basically. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, Hobo with a Shotgun is just like, I'm cringing and like tense, like physically because I have a hard time watching Man, it. We watched it multiple times. That's yeah. a rough movie. Hobo with a Shotgun is, um, the title. Yeah. Uh, Which is why we watched it, by the way. Cause we're like, oh, that's a great title. Let's watch this movie. It's, it's not bad, but it's not good. It's one of those movies. It's like, if you want to watch an over the top movie that knows it's over the top, Hobo with a shotgun. Oh, yeah. They do not skimp on the gore. No. It's basically, it's, if you think about it, it's kind of like a rethinking and a reimagining of an old time Western. You a know, little like, bit. like the, the drifter comes into town and it's kind of, it's under this rule of someone who is oppressive and evil. And so this drifter takes it upon himself to save the day. Like it sounds kind of like wanted, a Clint Eastwood. All he wanted to do was buy a lawnmower. Yep. Instead he bought a shotgun. Hobo with a shotgun. Hobo with a shotgun. You know what? Say what you will, but it's not that bad. <laughs> I We've seen it like two or three times. It's rough. I never want to watch it again. It is rough, but it's not that bad. No. Um, one of the uh, one of the trailer park boys is in it. Yes. Rick. Yep, Ricky. 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 Yeah, Ricky gets his head cut off by a uh, barbed wire noose. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he's he's got the sewer... Drain lid oh, the, around his remember neck. picking up the with the bone? Oh! <laughs> yeah, you still feel it. I still think about it every now and then. Go. <clears throat> See, that's a di- that's a different kind of tense uh, tense moments. Exactly, I, which like, is why it's not on the list. Yeah, a lot of my tense moments, like I think silence, like like quote unquote deafening silence, always gets me. Where it's like the lack of sound, the lack of music that just builds. Unless, it. of course, it's the last Jedi. Yeah. That silence worked perfectly. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, that... But that was more to, like... It, it has a lot more to do with atmosphere than, vis- like, visual... Yeah. Not, not visual, because atmosphere is visual, but, like... Right, but... Gory vis- visuals. Like, mm-hmm. things that make you go, eh! <laughs> right? I think we are on very different pages. Oh. I don't think we are. We'll see. No, because you. So you're saying a gory visual that makes you go, eh, is what you. No, have. no, no, no. Oh. I'm saying it's more of like 
atmospheric visual than it is like oh okay yeah yeah yeah. okay i thought you said it the other way around and i got really scared i was like we "We need to turn this off and start over (laughs) we talked about this i told you i wasn't doing hobo with a shotgun okay okay. that's the only one i can think of i mean saw yeah saw Saw would technically fall under that category yeah pretty much like for me it's a lot of horror movies horror movies love cringy tenseness that's why when a horror movie can do it i think that's the difference between horror and thriller yeah is the different kind of tension that it builds. That's what I would think. That's a fair point. If I had to like narrow it down to one Honestly, thing. that's a very good point. Yeah. Very stupid. Getting you off camera. Oh, thank right you. On right on the green right there. Ooh. Off the green. Oh, I gotta chip it. <laughs> <laughs> Golf humor. Butterfly in the sky. I don't know. That made me think of that. <laughs> because that's what... No, no, no. That's the sound they would play after every kid was like, This is my favorite. It's about Jody the Walrus. It's about a walrus who goes on an adventure. It's my favorite book, and I like to read it. But I'm bum. There's a little gateway into my mind. <laughs> it is a scary, scary gate. Oh, I did watch a movie. You t- <laughs> scary gates reminded me. What I, movie did you watch? I watched A Cure for Wellness. Oh, how was it? It was fucking weird, man. Yeah, that's what I heard. It I was, was really pumped for it when I first saw the yeah. previews. And, I was, and then, like, as more people watched it, they were like, eh. It's like, it feels like it's eight hours long, and it feels like it ends 87 times. So it's Thor than the Dark World, huh? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it starts with a really cool premise and just slowly devolves into this just mess. It's just an absolute mess. Uh, That's too bad. I liked the visuals. I was about to say, the the cinematography, the visuals were pretty cool. Um, I mean, there was a couple decisions that it was like, this is too much. There's a lot of cringeworthy moments in that. Um, Yeah, just a lot of unnecessary crap. And Dane DeHaan, I have a hard time getting behind that dude just in general. Really? Like, I like him in Chronicle, and that's like it. Mm. Because he's portraying... So in Chronicle, he's portraying the angsty little, like, introverted, you know, high schooler. Yes. That's Dane DeHaan to me. And then I watch him in this, and he's a 30-year-old Wall Street broker. Mm. Like, no, I'm not not buying that. Fair. At all. That's fair. Should have gotten a Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, then it would have just been, like, Shutter Island 2.0. And? They're essentially the same movie. And? I liked Shutter Island. I haven't seen it, but it's been spoiled for me, so oh. there's no need for me to watch Cinematography it. Cinematography's nice. Watch it. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so Cure for Wellness, do not watch. I would say avoid that. Oh, it's too bad. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you a breakdown afterwards. I won't ruin it for them. Thank you. I'll ruin it for you. I. Thank you? You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, remember, we're martyrs. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. And when you're, you're right, right, you're, you're right. right. You, you're, you're always, always right. right. Okay, we save her, but... <laughs> looking at uh it's 11 minutes Ugh, why does it feel like we've been gone for three weeks again <laughs> I don't, it really does but uh, no we could we could do it because last time we said we had 12 minutes and we're you're right let's get into it then all right i start this week yes you do <laughs> let's see if my list holds up because i finished it let's hear where are we at uh 11 20 i finished this 11 minutes and 30 seconds ago so hell yeah Give me that number five, big boy. All right. Uh, my number five is 
five, mainly because I thought of this right away, and this is actually what made me think of the list, but it's five because I know you haven't seen it. Oh? It's a scene from The Raid. Oh, yes. Uh, so, uh, you have not seen The Raid. Episode still, one, right? still haven't watched it, no. Oh, God, I can't so find it. It's available on Prime. Is it? I don't have Prime. Dude, you're going to invest. Invest in Prime. <laughs> what a douchey <laughs> sentence. <laughs> no, but like out of all the, all the services, like you get Amazon Prime and uh, music, just, you get streaming. See, here, here's the thing. I don't order shit off of online often. Because you don't have a Prime account. Because I don't need to. I just go to a store. I like the contact. Physical people. People like you that are killing this world. I like people watching, okay? <laughs> I like to see the trash that's still walking around because I'm part of it. <laughs> Music, I, uh, I don't listen to music. <laughs> I do. I just I've got other sources. I got Hulu for TV. Mm-hmm. You know, Atlas Hulu, Hulu. So don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So there's no commercials. Mm-hmm. And I, I have an Netflix account that I don't touch. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Amazon, Amazon. It. It's just more money. Amazon has the stuff that we like, though, like the movies it has, and the its originals are pretty good. Mm. It's it's solid. It's a good mix, and like, I just I just think it's worth it. But anyway, um, the raid, the raid. So the raid is a movie about. Well, we talked about it in our very first episode, which is probably going to be deleted by this time. Um, so. so the raid is a movie that is about a group of police officers that go into a building to try and take down a drug kingpin, uh, but they have to basically go floor by floor to work their way up to the boss. It's kind of like a, a movie video game. Um, and every level gets harder and harder and more difficult. And basically on like level one, the entire SWAT team gets just like obliterated and there's one guy left and he's a fucking badass. Of course. And great fight choreography. It's so much fun. It's awesome. Uh, but the scene that I'm talking about is there is a scene where um, there's a group of guys with machetes. Mm-hmm. And they are hunting down the one guy, but the one guy is dragging one of his injured um, SWAT officers with him, and he finds a friendly uh, apartment dweller uh, to hide them. And lucky for them, he has had to hide before, so he has a fake wall built on the back of his apartment that he slides them into, and it's just it's like barely a foot wide Mm -hmm. and so like they have to like squeeze into it and they like squeeze all the way down into the corner like a cat stuck in the wall yeah yeah so you gotta (laughs) put another cat in yeah and you gotta get another cat in there to get that cat out (laughs) yeah so uh they they force themselves into this wall and like they basically like wedge themselves in and they like can't really move Mm. um and then the machete guys make their way in and they're tossing into the place around they're trying to find these guys and the guy, one of the lead machete guys, realizes something weird about the wall, um, because the injured guy keeps like coughing because he's got, you know, he was shot like in the lung, so he's like coughing. And the machete guy thinks he hears it, so he goes up to the wall and he starts on the other end and he starts stabbing into the wall and he's making his way over and he gets closer and he gets closer mm-hmm. and like it's, it's they show it from his perspective and it's just this little narrow, um, you know, opening and the machete just coming in going out and it gets a little bit closer and it goes in and it comes out and it just keeps going and then it finally gets to him and he turns his face and it just cuts his cheek and um and then like the machete guy gets distracted or something he lets go of the machete and the machete's still in the wall and it's still in his cheek and he like goes and he's like fighting with somebody 
And the guy's just like trying not to like yelp or try not to make any noises. And then he like looks down and he sees blood dripping from it. And he realizes he's going to pull it out and he's going to see the blood. And so like, it's this whole moment of just like, how is because there's blood on the machete there's he's he might make a sound he the other guy might make a sound might make a sound he might get caught what happens if they get caught he's stuck in this little wall and then like as he's pulling the machete out like he puts his fingers on it and he like scrapes the blood off as it goes out oh. and it's just this like it's it oh. ends it ends in this like really satisfying like clean break basically oh. and it's oh it's so beautiful i was getting tense listening yeah. to the story that's it's beautiful good man like you need to see this movie oh, i really do and that I, I, moment mm. it gets me i'm it just re- i'm really sad i haven't seen it because it won't be on the collab oh it's because that's a really good scene it, it would have probably been like my number one or number two but because you haven't seen yeah, it i just i wasn't sorry. even gonna bother that's, with it that one's so on. that's why it's my number five uh but that is a tense ass scene <sighs> just fe- just not knowing and just seeing it get closer and closer and closer just the definition of tension in my book yeah so sorry, I kind of I had to just I went a little too into that description. That but is okay, it, so. but I felt it. I felt the tension. <laughs> My heart was like, eh, that might be because I'm fat. <laughs> Shall so, we move on to my number five? Yes, hit me. Oh, no country for old men. Mm, yes. Now, yes, I think I know which one you're talking about, like scene wise. Oh, the convenience store. There's a lot of scenes. There's a lot of scenes. The convenience. Well, I think it. A lot of it comes down to the fact that there's no fucking soundtrack, so mm-hmm. it's dead silence. Yep. It's any well, basically any scene with uh, fucking ah, what is his name? Ching, Chu Chu. It's C H something. It's, yeah. Doesn't matter. I know you're talking the yeah, bad guy the, with the bad the haircut. Hitman. The hitman. Yeah. Any scene with him is mm-hmm. just like oh, okay, what? Because it's he's, you never know what he's gonna do. No. And he is just a tense character. Yeah. But yeah, uh, movie and Old scene for new men or. Old country, no country, no, <laughs> no country. For That's old a different men. movie. <laughs> old country for new men. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to old country, new men. What's up? It's a really bad, like Holly Shore, <laughs> '80s comedy, is what that is. <laughs> no problem, brah. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have electricity? <laughs> no country. What do I charge my iPad? No country for old men is a movie about a guy who comes across a drug deal gone wrong and then finds a suitcase full of or two million dollars i believe i don't remember the exact it's, amount it's just a shitload he of finds money. a bunch of money mm-hmm. and he and one guy's still alive barely yeah who's asking for water and he takes the money home and then he comes back to give that guy water and he gets caught by the drug cartel who then hires what is that actor's name i uh, he was in the last uh the last bond no, not the last Bond, the Bond he, before that. He was the best part of Skyfall. Uh, he opinion. was also in Mother. He, he was, was in... Which Mother is on Hulu now. So I'm going to watch I that. I have heard really mixed things on that I got to watch it. I'm. It's Antonio something, isn't it? He was in Pirates, the newest one. He was the cool pirate. And even though that movie was apparently really bad, I haven't seen any since the third one. God damn it. No. Country for Old Men. Javier Bardem. Javier Bardin. He's Anton Churgen. Churgen. Churgen is his... C-H-U. Yeah. Churgen. So uh, he's he, the, that's his character's name. He is a hitman who they hire, and then once he finds out who, or where, like, any sort of information about where this guy is, he straight up kills the cartel, and then goes after him. And mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones is in it. He plays the sheriff who's just an aging sheriff who's... It's the stereotypical, I'm almost done, like, got a but, couple days left until my retirement. Yeah, but he, he gets mixed up in all of this because... The guy's just, 
it's oh, but he's a he's just a sociopath like yeah he boils everything down to fate he'll flip a coin to the side if you live or die if you can guess it right you mm-hmm. live and it's it, there's no soundtrack yep and it's just that's what i was talking about like deafening silence yeah it, where just the silence itself is just like yeah it's almost worse too because then it doesn't seem like a movie a little bit it's like oh it's a little too real yeah mm-hmm. so it's I don't want to spoil but the rest of the movie, but yeah, he, that that scene I don't think is a spoiler, but like no. the scene you're talking about at least, yeah, like I would say I would say describe that scene. It's fucking great. He, this is after he killed two people already, mm-hmm. which were other cartel members hired to track down. Uh, what's his face? You just look Josh up. Brolin. Josh Brolin, yes. Josh Brolin is great in that movie, by the yes, way. Yes, he is. I love Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin's a fucking great. He's at his peak. Let me tell oh you. Oh my god, isn't he? So they're had tracked down Josh Brolin. He's in a different room. Blah blah blah. He kill the Javier kills them both. Then goes to like a convenience store and like starts just idly talking to the cashier about like life and death. And then offers him a chance of fate. And if he can guess the coin right, he lives. Well, he doesn't know that. He just flips a coin. Oh yeah, that's right. Call it. Yeah. He, he doesn't even say what he's gonna do. He, he talks about life and death for a little yeah, while. Yeah, he and then definitely he just flips the coin and says, "Call it." And then the the um, the guy behind the counter is just like, "Well, I don't, I don't know what I'm calling. It doesn't matter. Call it." It's like, oh, yeah, it's fucking haunting. It's it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, No Country for Old Men. I it took me forever to watch this movie because I was like, such a long title and it looks so dread and there's no soundtrack. It's so good. It is. I, one of those movies I can't like rewatch ever though. No, I just can't I, get in the mind frame for it. Yeah, which is why it's at number five because it's like eh, it's tense, but I don't like. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of tense scenes, and that one especially is. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Is that all you want to talk about? That's all I wanted to talk about with Old Country for No Men. <laughs> <laughs> there is no men in Old Country. Just women. <laughs> all right, so my number four. Oh. I went with The Dark Knight Ooh. with the two boats. That's Two the scene. Boats. The scene that I was thinking about yes. was um, when there's a cruise ship that has um, prisoners from Arkham and Blackgate, and the other ship is civilians because they're trying to evacuate the city. And um, well, the movie itself is basically it's a Batman movie. You got Joker trying to ruin everything, and Batman trying to save the day. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen The Dark Knight by now, just go watch The Dark Knight. It's- fucking great um yeah. but anyway this, this scene is um super tense because both of these boats are on the water one is filled with prisoners the other one's filled with civilians and then both the boats realize that they're rigged to blow and the joker has given both of the boats the basically the key to blowing up the other boat and they have until a certain time to, to make the decision of which boat blows up or both will blow up and you the, the whole time there's you know all the you know the the civilian boat is trying to be democratic about it and the prisoner boat is is kind of getting a little bit too anxious and too riled up i always kind of felt like the prisoner boat was more level-headed about everything yeah. and that, that that's that's the whole point of it yeah the, yeah it's the whole point like everything about that is like there's more to it than what it really is yeah. obviously there's hidden messages and under the under the radar stuff but like the the tension behind it and the, sa- the see this is where the soundtrack and the score really help because they had that that haunting it's what is it called it's basically like it sounds like a note is constantly getting higher and higher and higher um uh, because of like change no like there's a, there's some, it's like an audio illusion oh where 
You oh know, yeah, it builds like, tension because like yeah, so like if there's a lower note that's constantly getting lower and a higher note that's constantly getting higher, and you repeat those over and over again on top of each other, it the sounds Jaws theme song. <laughs> bas- it, it, so it just sounds like it's constantly going up, and it sounds like it's just it's never going to end. Yeah. Um, May I make a point? Hmm. It follows does that very well. Yes. It yes. follows is a one note soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally one note, but it's just a constant like. It, yeah, it's. I, it's, I not, wanna, it's not on my list, but like, yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because since you're bringing up the mm-hmm. point of like, yeah. this musical illusion mm-hmm. essentially, that is all it follows is. Yep, and they use it. They, if you watch Dunkirk, Dunkirk is. I probably could have put Dunkirk on my list, but uh, I didn't. Um, I didn't see it yet. It's so. it's very tense filled, and the entire soundtrack is essentially that audio illusion of just like. You know, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's getting higher and higher and higher, and it sounds like it's never going to end. But in the boat scene, like that—that that is just going on the whole time, and you have the franticness of the people on the the civilian boat, and you have the franticness of the people on the prisoner boat, and you have the people trying to take control, and you have, um, like the one guy who says, "Like, fine, I'll I'll do it." Like they had their chance, and now it's between us and them. Why should they live? And like everyone just has their own points and has their own opinions and you're just waiting to see what happens and like everybody's shaking and you're on your edge of your seat just waiting to see what happens and you know that time is of, a, of the essence and it's just building and building and building yeah it's just yeah. I love it it's very tense it is a tense moment and but I mean out of like with the movie as a whole I guess that's pretty much the only like legitimately tense moment mm-hmm. in that sense I don't know the opening bank robbery scene is fucking great i think that's a little bit tense or when joker shoots or tries to kill the mayor yes in that scene that scene's tense because you have yeah i mean there's a lot of tense moments but i think that's the tensest of them all and i i just think that one really stands out because it's a really good good example i guess i don't know yeah fair getting discouraged why are you getting discouraged i don't know stop it what if i'm wrong you're always wrong that seems to be the consensus. <laughs> <laughs> My number four. Four. Saving Private Ryan. Yes. <laughs> Which I, one? <laughs> you know, I, I can't really pick one out of the top of my head. You want to pick one for me? I'll just agree. Uh, if I had to pick one from Saving Private Ryan, I would go with the knife. Yes. Yes. Yes, the knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's two men struggling to see who stabs who with a knife. Well, there's only one knife. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A, a knife. Oh, a singular okay. knife. Okay. Ugh. It is. It's slow knife penetration, Oof. which might be the worst thing to watch ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the entire movie, though, is tense. Fucking yes. D-Day scene is tense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the entire scene with them in the town where everybody like, where everything happens yeah where yeah. everything happens uh the ridge where they run into like the machine gun yeah god that movie i know right oh that movie the sniper scene it's not oh god everything's so rough about that movie. <laughs> saving, what's, what's the movie <laughs> saving private ryan is a movie about a squad in world war ii who are tasked with finding a private ryan because his brother died and he's all, of his all, all his brothers dies. that's right and he is the only heir to his family so that he gets to go home. Mm-hmm. And they resent him for it because they all fucking die. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. Trying to find this kid. And it's just, it's a war movie. <laughs> it's a very accurate war movie. 
And they oh, best part about that though is that Matt Damon didn't have to do any. Yep, they <laughs> any, made the cast resent. They him. made the cast do actual like historical training for World War II, and they didn't make Matt Damon do it. And they fucking hated him for it. <laughs> it's I, so great. It's so great. Such a great directorial directorial choice. It's oh, <laughs> Tom Hanks is wonderful in it. Yes, Vin Diesel's good. Mm-hmm. Can't think of any other. <laughs> uh, Giovanni Bernard yeah, is right. fantastic as the medic. Um, the guy who plays the Jewish soldier. I mean, everyone. It just, it, no, it's anyone it's just, in that group. Anyone in that squad perfectly is perfectly acted. Everything's so good in it. I mean, that's bare bones what the movie is. I can't. Yeah, you really can't I really mean, go into it without. It's a war movie. Yeah, they have to track movie. down a guy. It's a war movie. That's pretty much it. But, but. yeah, the fucking knife scene. Ooh, Although is, I will say, I, I the best chuckle moment is when the two guys are. Um, Shooting at each other, they empty their clips, miss each other, throw the guns at each other, then they throw, throw their, their helmets. helmets. Yeah, that's a great scene because it's like, yeah. I really like the scene where Tom Hanks is leaning up against the car and he's just shooting at a tank with a pistol. Yeah, with cigarette and it, hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, and then it just blows up and he just looks at his gun. Like. <laughs> that's the best part of the movie. There's some like little, just like jokes sprouted throughout it. Very small, and it's just, it's, and it's they're not even like jokes. It's just like, wow, that's that's fucking weird (laughs) (laughs) just like that as oh okay it's yeah there's just watching a man get slowly stabbed is a very tense fucking moment for me especially considering like you get so attached to all of these guys and like him in in particular because he's a jewish soldier in world war ii you know like you're you're really fighting for the guy um yeah it's just (laughs) nope yep it's tense as hell man that's all about i got for that that's all I have to say about that. Not a tense movie. Nah. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. The scene where she's dancing on the ledge is pretty tense, but... Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. My number three is also No Country for Old Men. Yeah! No Country for Old Men. Uh, I went with, um, if I had to pick one, uh, would be the hotel scene. When he's in the hotel room oh, and he sees yes. like the shadows under the door yeah. and then the lights turn off. Oh God! Yeah, so same movie that you picked for your number five. I just i I think that that movie as a whole is tense as hell, and that scene in particular is fantastic because uh, it is it is pure silence. There's no there's not even sound. I mean, like you can kind of hear the guy's footsteps in the hall, mm-hmm. but basically in this scene, uh, Josh Brolin's character is in the hotel and he's basically waiting for uh, Javier Bardem's character to come, and so he's sitting on a bed and he's got a shotgun and he's got it pointed at the door. And he's just looking at the door, and underneath is the light from the hallway. And he starts to hear footsteps, and he gets ready, and the footsteps pass. So he just relaxes again, and then he hears footsteps again, and he sees the shadow come up to the door. And he gets he's about to shoot, and then they walk away. And he gets a little confused. And then all of a sudden, the lights turn out from the hallway, and then it, and then it's just silence. And he's just sitting there waiting, and you're waiting with him. And it's like, oh shit, is he is he going around? Is he coming through the door? What's gonna happen? And then it finally just it all like happens, and it's just it's all oh, it's so yeah. great. It's good. That's definitely a tense movie. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. I that do is too. a really really good movie. Uh, so yeah, I would say that's my my favorite tense moment in that movie. That's fair. But I forgot about the coin scene. That is the a coin very scene. close second. Uh, yeah, there's just something about the stone cold. Just blatant blank face that mm-hmm. call it. 
Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what I'm calling. It doesn't matter what you're calling. You need to call it. That's what you need to do. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, we don't, I mean, no country real men. I think we, we can, we can stop uh, talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Hit me with your best shot. Ba-ba, Fire ba-ba. away. <laughs> Fury. Fury? Fury. Fury. Ooh. Pretty much any war movie would yeah, fit in this, wouldn't it? But I yeah, think in particular, Fury is more tense than... Uh, how about the entire fucking movie where they're stuck in a tank in the mud? I'll give it to you. But, I mean... Oh, my God. Fury is... I think more tense than Saving Private Ryan. I, I think it is more Saving tense. Saving Private Ryan takes place over more time. Fury you is... Fury, you do not It have is breaks. a nonstop... You will get to know these guys, or the fuck? Oh my god! The way that when that village gets bombed, yes, that whole thing. Oh, that that like weird little dinner scene. Yeah, even that is tense. Uh, in the beginning, when they're they're like going into the tree line, mm-hmm. and then another tank comes out, and there's like that they're like Circle, dancing, yeah. they're like circling, and they're like the the guns are moving. That's a really tense oh. scene too. Yeah, that whole movie. Scene where he's in the mud. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's. It's so tense. Yeah. It's nonstop tension, too, because mm-hmm. it's it's kid gets put onto the battalion. Everybody fucking hates him. They start to warm up to him while they're doing stuff. They get stuck. Everything goes down. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. That is, yeah. Yeah, Fury. Mm-hmm. Fury is a war movie, but World War II again. Brad Pitt's in it. Actually really good in that role. Yeah. Like, the one like lead he's, role that he's i mean he he has the acting chops to do oh, yeah the like these kind of roles but he's always casted as like the ditzy pretty boy or yeah. whatever but like he can pull that shit yeah. off man. Uh, fury is about a tank crew who loses a member and they get a new kid fresh off the shores mm-hmm. essentially and they fucking resent him because he's never seen combat he's never he's, act- he hasn't even shot a gun no He's, yeah. ne- he's never done any of that, and they fucking resent him for it because he'll never replace the guy that they had. And he starts to. Work. Oh, that's right, because one of the guys on their crew died, and they loved him, and yeah. he replaced him. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. So they're he wanted to be like a linguist or something, right? Like yeah. just a translator, uh, yeah, something like he that. Suppo- he was supposed to have like a cushy job. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, and they put him on the fucking tank. Yeah, and they go out, and they're in Italy, aren't they? Is Italy or France? So. I don't remember. Yeah, but they end up getting their tank ends up getting stuck in the mud in enemy territory essentially and Mm -hmm. they get surrounded and the whole thing's about the final fight that they have with how many german soldiers they have they kill and tanks they disable and like it's so fucking rough yep because that whole time you don't know what's gonna happen no it's it's always it's always such a surprise when a character dies too yep because you never know when it's gonna happen yeah it's it's just bang there's no like build up to it it's just like yeah it's, and then they and then they move on because they have to. Yeah, because they can't stop. They yeah. have to keep moving. It's yeah, that's good. Rough. That's good. That's why it's above uh, Saving Private Ryan, though, because it is just nonstop, no break. Yeah, you're right. Tension. Um, with that being said, my number two is Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I have a feeling we might have the number same number one. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I would say Saving Private Ryan. Like you said, everything you said, I, I was thinking particularly um, the knife scene, uh, but also the the sniper scene is great um, when Vin Diesel gets shot. Spoiler. Oh my God. When he's in the middle of the road and they're baiting him. 
Oh my god. Yep. Um, but now that you mentioned Fury and that like this one has its breaks, you know, saving as a whole. If we're looking at everything as a whole, then Saving Private Ryan is tense as hell. But there's a lot of breaks. There's a lot of you know you you learn to you learn about learn about the characters. You connect with the characters and, and Fury. I, Fury does that, but it's all it's fairly quick intermittent. And then, yeah, and then it's and then you're tense and you are waiting. You're on the edge of your seat. You're squeezing everything around you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that is yeah. Yeah. I I don't really even want to talk about Saving Private Ryan right now because we already talked about it and we found stuff that's better. So, fair. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll keep moving. You're number two. Alien. Particularly the scene where the first guy is killed by the alien. Yeah. Wait, the chest burster? Or, no, okay. the actual full-grown xenomorph. So, yeah, so David, right? <sighs> David. David's the captain. No, no, no. David's the captain. He gets the... I'm talking about the guy with the, who goes... Is? No, that's the scientist, isn't he? I thought it was the captain who gets killed. No, the captain, he's got I the don't... beard. No, he's going no, no, the no, vents. no, no. Sorry, it's not him then. It's, um, God, I can't think of the fucking character's name. It starts an M, maybe? He's, he goes to, maybe I am thinking of David. He goes to what? the vents with a flamethrower? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking of David. I'm sorry. I, it's been a while. I'm fairly confident it's David. We're probably wrong. <laughs> Let us know. But he's just... All they use is a dark vent and a fucking motion tracker, mm-hmm. and it's nothing but tension. It's the only thing that's lit is his flashlight and the flame from his flamethrower, and, and it's, it's true lighting, right? Like, yes, yeah. like every time you see a fucking lighter in a vent, it's no, all it's of a sudden the fire. whole thing, yeah. like lights up. It's like no, you are only seeing yeah. what this little flame it, is creating. Well, I mean, it's not a little flame because it's the right, it's a flamethrower, but, like, but like, he, like it's still pitch black. Yeah, and it's you know the the aliens coming like you got to move, you got to move, and he's, he's just climbing down a ladder yeah stops flashlight to the right flashlight to the left alien static like <laughs> yeah rewatching that's i did rewatch that scene when i thought about it though it's a little goofy now because it's just a dude in a suit going ah. <laughs> yep. i noticed that the first time i saw it i was like they didn't have him do anything else <laughs> well no because it cuts to black right away right like, but like they didn't right even away. they didn't even have like the alien like move forward they no, were just, just like <laughs> surprise <laughs> but even then like just all the build up to that is like because that's also the first time you see it like yeah full grown yeah and it's like oh no because like he's he's sitting in the thing and he like reaches down and he's got like the KY jelly slime mm-hmm. in his hand and he's just it's just oh I, I think and it's, then the rest of the movie is just fucking tension filled too because yeah. you never see the alien after that yeah. too, until it's <laughs> in your face you know what I think I just realized what your number one is and it's not a crossover what yeah I didn't even think about that one alright we'll see we'll see but no I just want to say about alien um yeah, that the the fact that like David or whoever it is in the vent, he has this like nonchalantness about him. Yeah, he's he's even, just like it's like, fine, it's yeah. fine, and everybody else is like, no, it's not, and because they're the all audience, just communicating him over like walking like headset, mm-hmm, yeah. and that's it. And he's like, and, no, it's and you as the audience, like it's uh, it's um what is it called? Um, it's a type of irony. Uh, where the audience knows, but the characters don't. Dramatic. Dramatic irony. Thank you. It's it's dramatic irony because like you as the audience, you know that there is something in there that will kill him, and you know it, but they don't. Yeah. And that builds tension so fast. It's also the fact that he doesn't even get a chance to run. Yeah. It's he, just he goes down a ladder, looks to his right, looks to his left, and he's dead. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't get that bullshit. Like to bring up a bad source of tension uh, in the same universe prometheus mm-hmm. um there's the scene where this round ship is rolling in one direction and you have this woman 
running from it in the path of where it is rolling. That's supposed to be tension filled because you're supposed to think like, you need to get away. You need to, you're going to get run over. If she were to just turn. Yeah. She'd be safe, but instead she just runs. And the CinemaSins guys, they have a joke. It's the Prometheus school of running away from things. <laughs> uh, and it's... <laughs> yeah, that's good. And, like, so you don't need, like, that crap to build tension. Like, with Alien, like, he didn't get a chance to run. No. And it's still tense as fuck. I mean, technically, he was he was slowly walking. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. He didn't even know what was going to happen. Yeah. And that's the and, tension like, that you need. The dramatic irony is so important in that. You need the fact that he's blissfully unaware of how close he is to this thing, mm-hmm. even though they've got motion trackers and they can't seem to track it because it's going through all the fucking vents. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the rest of that movie too. Yep. Oh, it's so good. Love that movie. Oh. Yeah, uh, I'm fairly confident I know what your number one is. My number one is not that. Okay, go with it. Uh, my number one is... See, because I was basing it off of scenes. Oh, that's That's fair. why. So this this scene is probably the most tense scene I've ever seen in my life. Mission Impossible. Oh. The cable drop. Yes. That is a very tense scene. That is where I went with that because I went I went scene-based. I didn't go movie-based. And based on movie, I should have gone with your number one. Um, I don't know if you're so sure about what my number one is. I think, I, I, I think you're thinking something, but I'm, th- I'm thumping something else. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think that that scene alone is just so I am constantly tense. surprised that Mission Impossible is still a good series. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like every time I'm like they're like it's making a ton of money and getting great reviews. I'm like, "Really? It's Tom Cruise." No. <laughs> Dude's like 80 now. <laughs> I don't know, but I, that scene alone, so Mission Impossible is I don't even remember the actual story of it other than they're like I couldn't tell CIA you. operative people that need to steal something to do whatever. Yeah. And basically the impossible part of it is they need to steal data files from this computer that is like the floor has sensors and everything has sensors in it and they can only shut it down for X amount of time and he can't touch the ground. Nothing can touch the ground. Um, so he has to suspend himself from a cable from a vent from like a hundred feet up and he has to be lowered by like, so he can only be held by a person with the rope and uh he has to get lowered down and he has to get to the files that way but then like a rat comes and he like bites the guy holding the rope and he lets it the rope slip and then tom cruise falls and he's and he's about to hit the ground and then he stops and he's like a less than an inch away and it's that just that classic scene yeah the iconic scene of and then to top it all off they he gets the file he goes back up or he's about, as he's about to go back up, a drop of sweat comes off of his nose and he has to go and he has to catch it before it hits the ground or else it will set off the sensors and it's this slow motion and you think it's going to go between his fingers but then all of a sudden his other hand comes and it's, it's, it catches it. And um, then on top of that, like so it's, it's like it's like tension release, tension release, tension release throughout this whole scene. And the final one is as he's going up and he's finally getting back into the vent, the other guy has his signature knife that he accidentally drops and you just watch it fall. And you see Tom Cruise's face just watching it in shock. And as it's going down, it hits the computer table and then like the sensors like turn off as it hits the table. So like he gets to get away scot-free basically. Other well, than the signature knife he left behind at the crime scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, that 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 scene alone, I think it's That's like a good tense scene. It's when I think of like a Ted scene, I mean obviously I thought of that raid scene first, but I 
immediately went to that one right away. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that that was like the most iconic right off the bat. Um, but I, I guess a better adaptation, a, a better adaptation of this would be tense movies. Yeah. And that's not really a tense movie. I mean, there's that's tense a great moments. tense scene though. I will yeah. give you that based um, purely off a scene. Tense as fuck. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number one kind of disappointing, honestly, because oh. I'm fairly confident I know what your number one is. So say it. Man on wire. Never mind. I thought, yeah, you thought I was going with the thing, huh? <laughs> no, I what thought you were going to go with go? Jaws. No. You don't think Jaws is tense? Jaws is tense, but Man on Wire, dude. Man on Wire <sighs> had my palms sweating. Yeah. Jaws, maybe if I had seen Jaws when it came out, I would have had a different effect, maybe. but. Man on Wire, you're right. Man though. on Wire is a tense fucking movie, and it's. Not even like a tense premise. It's just a man walking. It's the true story of a Frenchman, Belgian. Mm. He's French. A Frenchman who wanted to tightrope walk across the world, the gap the, between the World Trade Centers. Yes, and he did it. Yeah, he actually this, did it. There's it's a great, true story. It's a true story, but it's very drawn out when it gets to the point of him actually walking across the tightrope. And let me tell you, my hands sweat, and I'm just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I will. I will say so. There's a lot of gripe about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, just to start, um, because there's a documentary about it, where the actual guy that did it, you know, like they talk to him, they show footage, they show pictures, and I guess everyone kind of regards that as like the superior film between the two. And like because that one's so good, like people get upset that well, this I mean, movie I, was that's even a made. Documentary though, it's not a- right. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to look at them as separate entities, and that one is so just. Ugh, everything like because like the last i'd say like 30 minutes mm-hmm. including the process of because the whole setup of the whole thing oh yeah is because it's all illegal so they have to do yeah. it it's mm. they and it, there's so much planning there was so much setup there was so much like sneaking around and paying people off and it's so crazy the story behind it yeah um it's so oh, it's rough mm-hmm. it's rough to watch because it is it's almost too realistic the like effects yeah because it does look like he's just fucking suspended in there and mm. it's something a man actually did yeah like <laughs> and then also the scene where like the security guard like surprises them and yes. so they like go into that little like tarped area and it turns out it's an empty elevator shaft and they're just sitting on like an iron beam waiting for him to leave and the one guy who's about to you know tightrope the world trade center gap is fine but he has another guy there who is afraid of heights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> and but yeah, I definitely agree. Like Yeah, that is it's oh. so tense. And he, and then when he gets to the end with all the cops there and he starts doing like he starts like doing tricks acrobatic shit. shit. It's like, no, don't do that. My my palms were so sweaty after yep. watching that movie. And mm-hmm. like I knew nothing bad was gonna happen because obviously like, yeah, like he but... does he does it, but just seeing it is like <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 Let's break it down. Well, don't be such a sassy pants <laughs> about it. All right. Uh, let's see here. Breaking it down, we have <clears throat> your number five was No Country for Old Men. Mine, yes. The Raid. Mm-hmm. Yours, Saving Private Ryan. Mine, mm-hmm. The Dark Knight. Your Fury. Mine, No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. Then Alien. And then I had Saving Private Ryan. You have as your number one man on wire, and my number one was the Mission Impossible scene. So we have to get rid of the raid because you have not seen it. Mm-hmm. Even though that scene is tense as fuck, but movie as the whole as a whole, 
I guess that movie as a whole is pretty tense because it's, you know, it's like a one verse yeah. a shitload. I'd give it that. Um, and it's very realistic in the fight scene. So it's like because it's so outnumbered, it's like he gets the shit kicked out of him while he like takes these people out mm-hmm. one by one. So like you never know if he's actually going to win. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see here. That leaves No Country for Old Men, Saving Private Ryan, The Dark Knight, Fury, Alien, Man on Wire, and Mission Impossible. I would say the one thing that's not like the others is The Dark Knight. Yeah. Just because it's that one scene that's pretty much tense. The rest I'm sorry of it really is fucking you with this. I like thought you the, were just talking switch. tense movies, yeah. No, I, I was I was more so thinking of like more specific mm. like um scenes, but it's it's easier for us to collab off of like a full movie. Yeah. Because like we could debate whether or not a certain scene is more because like we both had No Country for Old Men and we both had different scenes of No Country for Old Men. True. So what are we gonna like debate which one's more tense or have both of them on the list? Like Exactly. And I think they both deserve to be on the list. So So I mean the movie as a whole is tense as fuck. So I mean I just really I think that it's basically yeah because we could essentially just like get rid of my list and then your list works <laughs> no. but because <laughs> no. if we got rid of the dark knight then i have mission impossible you know what let's put mission impossible number five because that is a very tense scene that is i, I mean, will give it that it is like super fucking tense yeah but like the movie as a whole i don't know if i would call that tense i think every mission impossible movie has one of those moments mm-hmm. and it they're all tom cruise doing his own fucking stunt bullshit yeah. like in the lat not this most recent one but the one before that when he jumps on the plane jumps on the plane i forgot about that one uh before that one when he's um got this new tech that makes him like grab on to like shit with his like gloves mm-hmm. and he's on the world's tallest building oh you haven't seen that one i think yeah and he's suspended from like a wire from the world's tallest building uh. and it's real and it's actually tom cruise uh. and he's running across the fucking building yeah. You know what? I, I'm down to keep it because just because as a whole, the series just has these fucking insanely tense moments for yeah. no reason. And okay. I think it's mainly just because Tom Cruise just wants to do them. <laughs> He's going to have to stop eventually. Like his body will not be able to handle this shit. All right. So that leaves one, two, three, four, five, six. That leaves six movies. So what on my list it needs to go? Yeah. Fury as a whole, man, like that one's got to stay. Alien as a whole, Man on Wire, Saving Private Ryan, No Country for Old Men. Well, No Country and Saving Private Ryan are on there. You got to keep them. You got to keep them because we both had them. I we both agreed, true. so they're on the list. <laughs> that's how it goes. Okay. Um, so it's between Fury, Alien, and Man on Wire. That's so hard. I just, I think I'm a little biased though, just because, like. I love Alien. I do too. I love it. I do I love too. it so much. But like, because that one's super do we, tense. Do we kick Saving Private Ryan and keep Fury? Because you also agreed with Fury. I, that's what I'm saying. Like Fury as a whole is way more tense because the whole thing is basically just this: Are they gonna die? Or are they not gonna die? Whereas Saving Private Ryan, you have these breaks. You have these moments where True. you get more connected with them. You have these moments where they, I mean, it's still super tense. And I honestly, I think if we have more than one war movie on here, that's cheating. I yeah, don't know. No, I, like, I agree. War movies in so, general are going to be tense. I mean, if we're, if we're pitting them up against each other, I'd go Fury. As the more tense movie? Yeah. As the better movie, I would say Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah, because the there's more, actually a, like, development. Yeah. The more tense movie, I would say, is Fury. Yeah. 
just that i love that tank scene that oh, tank, the tank great. scene is so good all right i yeah yeah you go with that saving private okay. ryan sorry i know it's fantastic and it's amazing but it doesn't have an oscar so <laughs> the spirit of an oscar no no oh, <laughs> <laughs> i just that that was one of those oscar moments where like the vote was split so it went to like some shitty movie that shouldn't get it one of those oh. bullshit things but speaking of the oscars have you seen this new fucking new category that they're going to introduce this year no what is it best popular movie it's the fucking mtv movie awards mm. yeah well oscars are all bullshit you know that yeah i know that but like they're trying to f- like fix their whatever and try and bring more people in but like how about you give oscars out for like shit that we care about yeah. not popular movie because you look at the box office that proves the popular movie they don't need a fucking award for that they already have the fucking money yeah. from that like I would love to see a motion capture category where, like, the CinemaSins guys said this, and I think it's a fantastic idea because, you know, there's this uh, fight between, you know, like, Andy Serkis, by the way, has gone back and said that he apologized. Okay. Uh, and he appreciates the uh, animation squad. Okay, good. Um, you, so, you understood my yes. gripe with that because that's some shitty yeah, fucking shit. And, and that's when I, I, like, looked into it, and I was yeah. like... He, did he really say that? And he did. But then, like, the article right after that was like, yeah, that was dumb to say. Like, I wouldn't be... Like, I did portray this character, but they made it, They came... Brought it to life. All right. So, like... You're on thin ice, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so... That being said, he was fantastic in Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I, I don't hate his acting. It's just... Yeah, it's... That, it, that, it's was, a really, that was a really... That was a really statement he made, yeah. But, uh, so, their idea was... So, for motion capture, you get the actor that portrayed it, and the head of the animation department. You give out two Oscars for the winner. I'd be game for that. So, like, both sides of it get recognition. Or best stunts and have, like, a live adaptation of the stunts, you know? Stunt people need to be recognized, yes. by the way. Because they are insane. <laughs> yes. Like, those are what we care about. Those are what we want to see. And, like, best original song for movies. Do we really need to see every single movie? Disney mo- song? Like, no. Every single song portrayed in a way that's, like, on stage the whole time. Like, how about we... But when you show for best actor, you show a five-second clip from the movie where they're yelling. Yeah. And then we're supposed to be like, oh, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying, dude. Men only need to be yelling about something, about putting a gun down, usually. Yeah. Women need to be upset about a breakup. It seems to be the consensus. Right? Most so, of the time. if or, we make a movie about a man yelling about a woman putting down a gun who's also in a breakup. She has the gun because it has a break. Oscar bait. Uh, we've got it. We got it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what were you saying? Uh, something about Oscars. Saving Private Ryan didn't win one. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> So that leaves, we have, okay, so number five, we have Mission Impossible. Yes. That's kind of. Because I, I think that scene needs to be recognized and yeah. how fucking tense it actually is. Okay, so Mission Impossible is out. Um, then we have No Country for Old Men, Fury, Alien, and Man on Wire. I I love No Country for Old Men. And I think that's very, very tense. I kind of want to put Fury down okay. to four. And here's my reasoning. It is very tense, but on this list... It's a war it's, movie. It's a war movie. It has that to its advantage. And it's my least favorite of them all. I mean, Man on Wire is just okay to me, but it's super fucking tense. Like, the fact yeah. that yeah, yeah. like I felt it and I like physically hurt afterwards. Yep. Yeah, no, you're right. That's, I'm okay with Fury being four. That's all I'm saying. I'm okay with it. I, but this is a, it's the collab. We have to collab on it. I know, and I am. I'm saying I'm okay with it. Okay. All right. I, I think it's fine. All right, so that's Fury. I agree. I 
The only reason I put Old Country down there is because it's one of those movies that I just have to get myself into the mindset to watch yeah. again. I could watch Fury again. Yeah. It's a, it's an okay like. In, I mean, in that case, I would say. But I, I'm okay with mixing it up because this is the collab. Mm-hmm. That was my that was my decision. I I would say because of what we've just discussed that No Country for Old Men would go three, mm-hmm. and then Alien and Man on Wire duke it out because I can I think we could make an argument for Alien. Okay. Um, just because, well, the other thing is we're biased. Yeah. yeah but it no, doesn't fair. matter. This is our list. Send yeah. us your list and you'll be able to pick it. But yeah, it's our list. Ours. Stop listening. This is our list. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not part of this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm down for that. Though. Okay. Uh, no country for old men. I think three is a good spot. So then alien and man on wire from mm. the most tense movie. This is tough. Now, the only thing I think of is Alien builds tension through its atmosphere, its acting, its cinematography. Everything about it builds the tension. Mm-hmm. Man on Wire is really only it's, tense to it's the basically, end. Isn't it's it? basically like, is he going to fall? Yeah. It is more of a heights thing, isn't it? But like, it's still tense as hell. Yeah. And so. I yeah see that's the tough thing because like watching Man on Wire, my body reacted to it. Right, like I I physically felt like <sighs> that feeling of gut drop mm-hmm. when you're looking down like over a ledge. Yep, I was you know scared and anxious because of Alien, but I didn't. I had I mean the first time I watched Alien, and I I know this because I unfortunately was late to the game on Alien and watched it only about a year ago maybe, and. The first time I watched that, I had those gut feelings. I had my palms were sweaty. I never knew Mom's what was going to happen. <laughs> Knees weak, <laughs> arms are heavy. Uh, he's nervous, but um, it doesn't like. Uh, <laughs> um, mm. Like the fact that I had I'd never really heard anything about this movie. The only thing I really knew was that Sigourney made it. I didn't know anything else about that. I didn't know. I didn't know the android thing. Oh yeah. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know who went. I didn't know who stayed. I didn't realize how fast it went. Oh yeah, how quick it just picks up. Like, so my first viewing experience of that, I had all of those feelings that you're describing. I see. I'm a little tainted because I watched it when I was a kid, so like I don't remember my feelings. I was terrified. More than yeah, likely that, I, was a kid. I think it, it might be a little tainted because you're just like big scary monster. Ah, uh. yeah, but. I agree with you, though. I mean, it's definitely the more tense movie. Hmm. Throughout. Throughout, I think it's more tense. Because if if we're talking most tense movie, movie as a whole, Man on Wire has its huge, epically tense moment. True. Alien, I'm, I'm tense pretty much the whole time. Well, That's my argument. I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that, though. I can't... I'm, I'm not going to argue against it, because... Alien is tense mm. from the moment they bring him back. Like even yeah. no, even not bringing him back, even when they're on the planet, it's fucking tense because they don't know what they're gonna find. And they yeah. find all the weird shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna go Alien. Alien? I'm going Alien. Are we gonna? All right, let's you, do it. You okay? I'm. I love Alien. So I'm okay, okay, cool. With this. That's the downside. If Alien is ever on a list, it's probably gonna make number one. Yeah, we'll see. I think between the two of us. Yeah. If we had to collab on, like, greatest movie, Alien would probably make it 
into at least the top five at the very least. Probably, yeah. So maybe maybe next week's list will bring up another movie that would be in the consensus of top. Oh, do you have an idea for what it's going to be? I was thinking we do top fives of our lives next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm not going to fucking fight. I know what year it is. Yeah, so you want to break them down for me? Krispy Kreme. All right. Number five, we have Mission Impossible. Number four, Fury. Traverse left. 800. Steady. On. Number three, No Country for Old Men. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything, call it. Number two, Man on Wire. And people ask me, why do you risk death? For me, this is life. And number one, Alien. Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Seriously, it is just. It's just. <laughs> it's it's, so it's not good. No. Um, so there right. we have it. That's it. Top five tense movies and movie moments. <laughs> it was it was good. I liked that. That was yeah. fun. I love tense movies. If you love tense movies, let us know. Let us know some of your favorites. Maybe we were wrong. Maybe we forgot something. Let us know in the comments. Shoot us a message with a list that you would like us to do. We Seriously. would love that. Seriously. T-U-Y-T-O-P-5 at symbol G-M-A-I-L dot com. That is the email. Send it to that. Message us on Facebook. Literally... Fucking get a pigeon, mail it to us. I don't care. <laughs> I per- now that you mention it, I prefer pigeon. That's my. I, that's I'm my carrier pigeon. Send it out. <laughs> that's how I uh, send us a list idea. Uh, as always, thank you to Hoodie Allen for the use of his song. Movies off the album. People keep talking as our theme song until he says no. We're gonna keep doing it, and that's <laughs> my new catchphrase. Bada boom. <laughs> As we said already, because we let the cat out of the bag, we're going to do another Top Fuzzo Lives, 1997. Seven. Four years old. That's where we were at. Yeah. One year away from us meeting. Mm-hmm. Man, 97 was so stacked. Yeah, 97. 97's a good year. 97 was a, lot a of fun. fantastic year. It's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. A lot of sci-fi. Oh, yeah. Lots of sci-fi. There was almost no sci-fi in 96. 96 there was almost no. Sucked. There was no, almost no good movies in 96. So bad. <laughs> 97 makes up for it. So, yeah. 97, coming at you. Uh, Let us know your favorite 97 movies. Yeah. Maybe I'll make the list. Who knows? Probably not, because you're usually wrong. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can't be a dick all the time. Not a way Fuck to live. <laughs> Once again, congratulations to my good buddy, Lucas Swanson, on his engagement to Tina Capolis. Thank you. You're welcome. You're not invited. <laughs> Unless... Unless you bring rhinestone-covered shoes. But there's going to be an eagle there, and he's going to eat my toes. Toes or eyes, pick one. 
<laughs> the venue he's looking at, I, I got to bring it up. I'm sorry. The venue he's looking at has the ability to have live birds of prey. <laughs> and that's bizarre. It's no, fucking it's banana sandwiches. It's amazing. A bald eagle. Just there while you're eating your steak. Come on. You say they'll have handlers, but I don't trust a bald eagle to not be like, hey, and just <laughs> fucking attack something. That's how the McPoyle lost his eye. <laughs> I want a McPoyle wedding. What can I say? You will call her. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. All right, we're done. No, we're done. We're done. We're done. Tune next, in next week for 97. Uh, follow us on all the shit. I didn't even. I, yeah, I gave follow us. us the email. It's two guys tough. It's the same as our email, but on everything else. Yeah. Facebook is the place to be. That's where we get a lot of our action out Nobody of. Nobody follows us on Twitter. I'm thinking about deleting it anyway. Don't. Even my own Twitter. It's just a cesspool of hate it and I'm is, over it. But it's a place to reach out. Is it though? Yeah, just hang on to it. You don't have to go on it. Just hang on to it. <laughs> That's all. All right. Anyway, folks, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. As always, take care. Be good. Watch more movies. We love Tense yeah. movies. Yep. Yeah. Well, are the best movies. Why are you why are you adding on to your fucking catchphrase? I'm not done. But bang. <laughs> Was that it? Was that my catchphrase? I don't remember. I just did it. You already <laughs> forgot. <laughs> Guess it wasn't a very good one, huh? Alright, let's get out of here. Let's play the fucking music. Surprise! I'm gonna eat you. And he's got to protect me! Yeah.